Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, One Hope Podcast friends. This is Carrie Mysteric, bringing you the latest Bible reading that our beloved Pat Lelvis has chosen to supplement our current study of Romans. Today's reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 18. We have officially made the great pivot in our study of Romans to the good news of Jesus Christ. Hooray! I hope you like my low-tech sound effects, but they work. Christ's redeeming power has given us the righteousness that we could never attain on our own by trying to obey the law. So we ask ourselves again, why did Pat choose this verse? I think Pat chose this verse because Paul is encouraging the early church in Corinth to have confidence in the grace, power, and glory we have through Jesus Christ. Like many of us, I remember Pat dragging the trash bag full of garbage up to the cross during her live and forgiven class. She used a powerful metaphor about leaving our sins at the foot of the cross. This passage also uses a powerful metaphor of a veil to help us make sure we are seeing clearly the good news of Christ and how it can set us free. I'm going to break up the passage into two parts. I will first read 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 4 to 11 and you're welcome to read along with me. Here we go. Such confidence as this is ours through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, fading though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that condemns men is glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? For what was glorious has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was fading away came with glory, How much greater is the glory of that which lasts? So I like the opening line that Paul uses about confidence through Christ and that God makes us competent ministers. I know I was a bit nervous to do this podcast. I don't see myself as a qualified teacher of the Bible. I feel like my husband Matt's more gifted in that. I feel inadequate to teach others and tell others about Christ, but Paul reminds me that I can have confidence that Christ and the Holy Spirit will give me what I need to be competent to share the good news of Christ. Paul goes on to talk about a letter that kills and a ministry that brought death. He is referencing the Mosaic Law and the Ten Commandments that were, as he said, engraved in letters on stone the famous stone tablets. Most of us remember that. Paul contrasts the old Mosaic law or the old covenant with the new covenant we have in Christ and the Holy Spirit. The old covenant killed hope, life, and strength. The new covenant is a new relationship with God our Father. 
made possible through Jesus Christ. It gives hope, life, and strength because it is rooted in God's love for us. It changes hearts. It is glorious beyond all prior glory. Cue celebratory noise. Hooray! Yay, Jesus! All right, so the second part of the verse I'll read now is verses 12 to 18. Here we go. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So Paul is again encouraging the early church and us to be bold in our faith. Then he goes on to describe a veil over Moses' face and how the Jews could not see that the Old Testament pointed to Christ. They could not see or would not accept the new relationship Christ had made possible between them and God. I know I sometimes have veils in my life that are preventing me from seeing things clearly or seeing things how God wants me to. Satan may use that trick, or my sinful human nature might cause visibility problems. Things like being judgmental, not empathetic, fearful, resistant to change, doubtful, or feeling guilty are just a few that come to mind. Paul is saying in these verses that if we gaze on Christ with no veil on our faces, we see his full glory. He will bring truth and light to our lives. As we contemplate Christ more and strengthen our relationship with Christ, we will come to reflect him. I like that. I think that's pretty cool that as we gaze on him more, we come to reflect him. Obedience to a code of law produces an unwilling slave, but asking the Holy Spirit into our hearts produces a desire to serve God, and it's not the law, but love, which binds our relationship to God. Paul tells us Christ and the Holy Spirit are one, but also distinct. Through the gift of the Holy Spirit, Spirit excuse me, God has given us the freedom to see Christ, to seek Christ, and to know Christ. And we experience a glorious transformation. The veil is lifted. Praise God. Hooray! Let's close with a prayer. Thank you, God, for your faithful servants, Paul and Pat Lelvis, who we continue to learn from. I pray that any veils in our lives that may be preventing us from seeing and knowing Christ fully or from doing your will would be lifted. I pray we can know you better and reflect you better in all we do. I thank you and praise you for sending your son Jesus so that we can be made righteous and for giving us the Holy Spirit to guide us. I praise you, God, for giving us new life and freedom in Jesus Christ. Amen.